Hey, hey, so here we are again, and I have been incognito <laughs> with all the stuff that has been going on in the world. Um, I, Along with the stuff that's been going on in the world, I restarted doing traveling and home visits for my nurse practitioner job, so I've had a whirlwind of things going on with that, um, just getting back into the routine of things and then also integrating all of this stuff with personal protective equipment and making sure I'm safe and my family's safe and the people that I visit are safe. So things have been a little bit overwhelming and I just haven't been able to bring my minds together to create another episode. But today, as I was driving home from my visit this morning, I had to take a different path. And the reason I did is because this highway that I have been traveling regularly is under construction. And yesterday I was kind of in the same area and I got stuck in an area where they had it narrowed down to one road. And, you know, normally no big deal. You sit there for five minutes maybe and then they let you through. But for some reason, they were holding all of the cars much, much longer. And so I must have sat there for maybe 20 or 30 minutes before they finally let us through. So today, when I went back in that direction, I got stopped again at that the one lane thing. But I was able to pass through within about five minutes. So as I was driving to the patient's home, I thought, you know, I ought to look at the map and on the way back, find a different route. Like that route is not the only route. It's the most traveled route, but it's not the only route out there. So if I open up the map, maybe I can reroute myself, just find a different way and come home that way instead of sitting on that very well-traveled road behind a bunch of other cars that are all, all trying to go in that one lane. So that's what I did when I was finished doing the patient visit. I looked at the map, I actually opened up the map and, you know, zoomed in enough to where I could see some of the county roads that came off of the road that I was on that would connect with another road past all of that construction. So what I ended up doing was turning on a little county road and I went different, you know, a couple different ways. I was on a gravel road. I got on a road where it was less and less and less, uh, like what I want to say, maintained. And then I finally got back on a well-traveled path and got on the route to come directly come home. So I totally bypassed that delay, that challenge of getting home on that very well-traveled road. And I was just thinking how crazy it is that that's such a metaphor for our lives. And with all that's been going on in the world in the last couple of months, in the last couple of weeks, it's really had me kind of reflecting on that. And first off, I just want to say that I think as people, we all need to be understanding and loving of each other and understand that how we look, our appearance, does not convey who we are and what we've been through in our life. So as I've been thinking about this, I was thinking about all of the challenges that I've faced in my life. And this is just my experience. But, you know, I was like my childhood was not a typical one. I didn't have two parents that lived in the same home. My mom and dad chose to live separately when I was an infant. And that meant that I grew up a lot of my childhood days in the care of someone other than my mom or my dad. And a lot of time with my grandparents, I spent a lot of time at babysitters that my mom found when we were very young. And, you know, that's how I grew up. And then when I was a teenager at that time, you know, gosh, I can't even imagine how she did it because now I know how much how expensive teenagers are and all of those things. Um, she could barely make ends meet with us. And so she was working two jobs. And there was a period of time where 
It was basically like me or my brother was making supper because she came home only briefly, sometimes didn't even come home between her day job and her night job. And so we wouldn't see her at all when we came home from school and we would make supper and, you know, take care of the things around the house while she was off making money to pay for the things. So when it came to me getting out of high school, I had seen her struggle. I knew how how I didn't want to end up in, the, in a similar struggle. And, you know, she didn't necessarily choose where she was at. It was just how things kind of played out in her life with a few different life events that happened at um, her young adult years. So I, you know, knew I was going to go to college. I knew I was going to work hard to get an education. And I knew I wanted to be a nurse but I had no funding to do it. Like I had no money and she couldn't contribute at all. And I had no idea how I was going to college, but I was going, I just knew I was, and I was going and the money would come from somewhere. And it did. I got some grants. I got some scholarships based on my um, both financial need and my academics in high school that I worked hard for. So then, you know, growing up or past grow up, but in the adult years, my struggles included having asthma and not being able to work out because I hated exercise. It also included dairy intolerances and other things like that. And all of these things now looking back, I can see were like stepping stones or building blocks for my life. I could choose to sit in a place of being angry about how things were and how our childhood was harder in certain ways. But if I turn that around and look at it, I can see that her not being around as much, yes, that was hard, but those babysitters I had at those young ages are now like family. And I got to spend such valuable time with my grandparents that I may not otherwise have gotten to have before they passed away. You know, the time that I had to cook dinner at in my teen years, that developed both an ability to cook as well as the work ethic that I saw her doing in order to work hard for her family. And then my challenges with exercise and food intolerances, gut inflammation, all of those things that I've mentioned in a couple of other episodes, those guided me to find tools that were simple enough that I could still have my busy mom life and still make it work. And then thankfully, because they include the ability to share them with others and be compensated for that, it has also helped me to develop my coaching business to where I can use those tools, plus my experience of overcoming some of the challenges of being busy and all of that and not liking exercise at all, help me in my coaching business. And then when it comes to digital parenting and digital safety, this is a, a, a realm of parenting that our parents didn't have to deal with because all the digital stuff wasn't here. We're the first generations of parents to deal with it. It's not exactly easy. There's really, up till now, not much of a guidebook for it, and we're all kind of failing forward with it. But at the same time, and, you know, we're also trying to protect our children. We're trying to guide them to not have too much screen time and to make sure they're still doing normal normal childhood development things. But at the same time, some of the challenges that they are facing because of this interconnected digital age are going to make they, them stronger. And they also are going to have many more opportunities in their life than we did growing up as far as ways to make money. Uh, money and be an entrepreneur and stuff like that. So things have been crazy in our world, yes, but I believe that we need to take all of these things, turn them on their head, figure out how we can use them to grow, to be stronger, to love more, to accept more, to forgive more, and to live a life, um, you know, of light and of love 
and to not always be in a place of being mad and angry and divided and like we're victims of anything. If you can just turn it around and use it for something bigger, something greater, we don't have to sit in that space. So that's what I thought about as I took my drive this morning, (laughs) took an off the beaten path down a gravel road, a less traveled road, is that sometimes the roadblocks are there because we're meant to go off of that path. Now, to finish this up, I just want to say that this is a quote from a book that I just started reading called Untamed by Glennon Doyle, and I just love this. She says, if you are uncomfortable, in deep pain, angry, yearning, confused, You don't have a problem. You have a life. Being human is not hard because you're doing it wrong. It's hard because you're doing it right. You will never change the fact that being human is hard. So you must change your idea that it was ever supposed to be easy. Is that not the most amazing quote ever? There was no promise that it was ever going to be easy, but we have to fail forward. We have to lean into it. We have to use the challenges to make us stronger, to make us grow, to help nudge us and guide us to where we need to be. So That is the episode for today. I hope that you will take this to heart. Please message me, email me at dolly at dollydenson.com and let me know if this is helpful for you. If you have not already, subscribe to the podcast. Leave me a review if you feel inspired to do so and I will see you next time.